Hey, hey, what's up, Citywide? Uh, it's Mitch here. We are going to chat a little bit about, um, actually more than a little bit, this episode might take a little while. As I was looking through the notes, uh, Megan and I were just talking and realized that this one might take a bit. So uh, bear with us if this one goes over 10 minutes. So uh, we are going to talk about why do we end up replacing a bunch of ICs when a new FSM takes over in their first 90 days. So uh, Megan, you ready to get after this one? I am. Awesome. So this is a little bit of a weird phenomenon that you happen to uncover. And as I read through your notes and we were chatting about this, I think I realized I've been in this situation as well, but maybe you just like articulated it better than I was ever able to frame Usually it. Usually I do. Usually you do. Uh, so other than being a completely scary DOO that's out marching around buildings and scaring contractors out, <laughs> um, why do you think you find yourself replacing a bunch of ICs? Um, where did that even come from initially? I think that as an FSM, we have <clears throat> really, really busy days. We're dealing with complaints, we're dealing with requests, NJS, putting out fires, you know, whatever the case may be. So I think when there's a moment of silence, an FSM gets excited, um, rightfully so, and you essentially don't want to poke the bear. You don't want to, you know, make any waves in what's happening. However, in some cases, your moment of silence may actually come at the expense of your CCM because you're having them in the building every day, um, every night with the IC, checking to make sure you know the HR office door is closed or the trash has been removed in the same spot that was missed over and over and over again. So basically, you're not solving the problem. You're putting a Band-Aid on it. Okay, so all, all I'm hearing in all of that is the gap and the difference between the reactive portion of our job, which absolutely a, a large piece of our job is being reactive to feedback that we receive from clients, or that we notice in a property um, versus the proactive side where, I mean, you put it as this silence that you don't want to, you don't want to poke the bear, you want to enjoy the silence. Uh, we're talking about the gap there, you know, not being taken advantage of that silence. It, or, would you agree with that? Yes, totally. Okay. So what if I were to say that by taking advantage of that silence, that quiet period, if you actually took a part of that, you could be more proactive and smooth out your own future. Would would you agree with that? Yes, I would. Okay, so I mean, let's visit that later. I actually have an example, and I, I don't know that this is in my notes, but uh, let's circle back to this later. So how did you even become to notice this to where you brought it up to me more recently and it just became more prevalent in your, your life or your work experience? Yep, so what I noticed is um, oftentimes when I'm covering vacant areas and if an IC needs to be removed from the building, um, what I did notice is that the FSMs who in the past did continue to band-aid it, what would happen is they would tell me that they were worried if they pulled the IC from the building that they would turn in other buildings. Mm. Um, and my big thing here is, are you about to cut me off? No, oh, go on, go on, okay. I'm sorry. My big thing here is that you, you know, we take time and we invest in the ICs and we try to work with them and you get them into other buildings, but then when things aren't going well in a building, you continue to keep them there to you know, make, I guess I would say your life easier because you're afraid that they're gonna turn in all the other buildings because they're mad. The, the fear thing, man, yes. that's what I was, like when you saw my body language change, yeah. I didn't think about this before, the fear that they might turn in everything else, to me, is probably unwarranted. We have, we're, we actually are gonna record an episode later on head trash, and I don't know that that's in there, maybe it is in there, I can't remember, but. Yeah that is probably unwarranted head trash um, because at the end of the day, if you don't have a good enough relationship with your contractor that you can't survive having an opinion about whether or not the building is clean enough, yes. 
then you probably don't have a good enough relationship. And there's some ways to work on that, but very interesting. Okay, so rather than shake up your entire world, right? Because you could go out onto a route, and I've done this. I've actually been accused of being too picky in my inspections. Shocker. <laughs> uh, so rather than like shaking up the entire world and making your life and your CCM's life miserable, how do you find the balance of improving your buildings potentially firing contractors, yep. but also not losing all your contractors and being left in the lurch. What you said earlier, your relationships are everything. You're professional with the crew if and when you have to pull them. You're respectful and appreciative to what they are doing for you. Um, there is absolutely no reason that you should not be, you should have an IC get mad at you and turn in all the buildings. I actually have a good example. I have two good examples. Uh, one of them is Egan Mechanical. Um, the previous FSM kept the IC in the building. The building is clean. It is absolutely clean, but they continuously missed the conference room. And it just so happened that the conference room through COVID was being used more often and um, the client was getting upset and Borderline fired us. And finally, we got a new FSM in the area and it just so happens that it was me who took over before them. Mm. And I respectfully told the IC, your building is clean. We continue to miss the same spot. I'm sorry, but I have to remove you from the building. I have other opportunities for you. It had nothing to do with cleaning. But once a client sees that we continuously miss something, they start noticing everything, even very, very very easy things that can be fixed but you just have to be respectful and appreciative of what they do for you and you better be honest and you better be honest I, I was again not prepared for this comment but when you said hey I see hey mr. And mrs. I see it has nothing to do with the cleaning I gotta tell you the phone calls that I get from frustrated ICs are when they get fired from a building and the FSM says oh everything's good everything's good everything's good and then all of a sudden they get fired for performance reasons. Yeah. Now, your, your case is very simple, it's very specific. It was a conference room. But more often than not, I think what happens is the FSM was either too scared along the way or maybe just didn't notice. And then rather than be honest with the IC and say, hey, here's the deal, customer's not happy. And I'm really sorry because I've been inspecting the building too and probably didn't do a very good job. I hate to tell you, but the building's dirty. You missed it and I missed it. Yes, yes. Right? Because if you just tell them all day long, oh, the building's clean, the building's clean, but the customer's crazy, they're not gonna trust you. Right. That, that's not a way to build trust with an IC, so you better be transparent with them. I think that's a great example where the building probably actually was clean. Yeah. But this one specific thing was too important to the client. Yeah. And it put us over the edge. But so. the IC also respected the conversation that we had and they understood it, so. How can you use your CCM to help send maybe some tougher messaging if you don't have a relationship with the contractor? Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, the FSMs absolutely need to rely on their CCMs. They have good relationships with them. Um, they can talk to them, you know, when you're not around, bring them, you know, lunch or dinner or whatever the case is. And when you when your CCM is telling you over and over again, we need to get a new IC here or, you know, whatever it is that they're telling you at night, you have to take it seriously and you have to move forward with it. They they know things that we don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, the CCM is so powerful. I, I say this all the time, like we have to lean on our night manager for challenging communication. So uh, let's keep moving along. So. I opened this podcast saying that, you know, you brought this or articulated this uh, in a way and in a manner that caught my attention. And so most recently, I haven't really lived this out. The last time I really spent a lot of time covering a route was back when Jared Nicolite was here. So I'm sure people here know Jared. He currently works for Hilliard. Um, and if not, he's just a legend around here. So people know who the guy is. 
When I took his route over, his buildings were clean, his contractors were squared away, he had the right equipment in his buildings, he didn't have much lost business, so I didn't really have this massive problem. So as you brought this up to me where I started remembering it, and this is actually gonna tie back to where I said earlier, I didn't plan for this, but I have a good example. It's when I ride along with an FSM for some reason or another. I typically walk away from a, a day with an FSM telling them, I want you to walk away every day with a dirtiest building of the day yes. award. And that building might be an eight out of 10 clean. That's pretty clean, you know, but it was your dirtiest one. All your others were eight and a halfs or better. So send your CCM, your night manager, out to that building to get after it with that contractor to stay way ahead. The other thing that I that came to mind earlier is I walked a building with a FSM and boy do I hate these words. You walk up to the grubby drinking fountain or whatever it is and the words come out of the FSM's mouth. Oh, writing this down for the third week in a row, they still haven't yes. fixed it. Like, what are you gonna say to your client when they see it? Yes. Do something about it, right? So dirtiest building of the problem, or dirtiest, dirtiest building of the day award, or contractor just isn't taking care of the problem. Get the night manager out there to help solve the problem. Maybe they can't do it tonight because they got a lot going on, um, but we can make it a priority in the next couple few days. But it can't be next week or two weeks from now or three weeks when you visit the building, the same spot is on the floor and it hasn't been resolved. Not good, fair? Yes. All right, on the flip side, here's an interesting thing. So do you remember when Chad was telling you and I about his experience taking over the Southwest Territory from a former FSM? He was instructed to terminate a pile of contractors. Literally told, hey, get rid of all these contractors. I haven't been able to get to it yet, but they're all terrible and here's a laundry list of why. Yep. What ended up happening there? He, which I think this is super interesting conversation because it's exactly the opposite of what we were just saying, but he didn't terminate all of them and he worked with them. There absolutely has to be a good balance. I'm not saying that some of them shouldn't have been removed from the building, but FSMs and um, CCMs, they all work together differently. FSMs and ICs have different relationships. So if you don't see progress and you can't help you know, change whatever it is that the former FSM was unhappy with, then start thinking about it. But I don't advise going in and terming all of your ICs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't, it wasn't all of them, but yes. I mean, it was probably like somewhere in the ballpark of like five to eight ICs. Yes, uh, Chad that's was a told, lot. That is a lot. That's like, I mean, let's say there was 20 in the territory. That's, that's 25 or 30%. Just turn over most yes. of your labor force, right? Jeez. Like, and your CCM will hate you. Yeah, 20, 30% <laughs> of your labor is going to turn over anyway. Right. So now you just doubled it? Yeah, right. So uh, moral of the story is Chad worked with those people. Uh, he worked with Gary and said, Gary, what do you think? You know, Gary's a night manager in that territory, the CCM in that territory. What do you think? What do you think of this person? How about instead of getting rid of them from all their buildings, we try and improve in their worst one. And if they yes. don't get better, pull it. And then say, hey, I'm going to pull more if I need to, but I'd rather you just get it right. I mean, end of the day, there's there's a balance here, right? There are times where you got to come in and you got to clean some house, you got to make changes in a building and just move on. There's other times where you got to find the balance. So, um, any other big thoughts on this? No, I guess I, I just said no, and then I'm about to say something. Go for the it. only thing I would say is, if they're invested, they're going to make an effort to do it. If they're not invested and you can see it and your CCM can see it, then it's time to move on. Got it. I, I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud, but you know we deal with this as FSMs where a new customer comes in. Um, I hate this term, I hate this cliche of um, a new broom sweeps clean. So like new point of contact comes in and they wanna make a name for themselves, right? So often the cleaning company is fired or threatened to be fired as yes. a result. New FSM comes in, takes over the territory or a DOO comes in and takes over the territory. It's kind of natural that this would happen. So my hope and Megan's hope is that you're able to get a sense and a feel for why it may feel this way in the first 90 days. 
and how you've got to find that balance, um, you know, find that, that nice, neat balance between having a sense of urgency and knowing when it's time to make a change, but also giving a contractor the opportunity to improve, which can also build some long-term trust. You can build a lot of rapport and you can keep a pool of ICs that are already there by working through tough challenges with them rather than just kicking them to the curb. So yep. anything else? No. All right, that's it. We'll catch you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a good day. Bye.